I'm glad I belong to God. Aren't you glad you belong to Him? You know, He obtained the church of God for Himself, buying it and saving it for Himself with His own blood. That means that you and I have been purchased, we have been acquired, fully acquired. God has made us His own. That means that He has reserved for Himself with a deep personal interest in our lives because He absolutely cares for us. Amen? He has an investment in you. He has an investment in us. Deposits have been made. Amen? And I believe that He is receiving a mighty return on the investments that He's made in our lives. Amen? And so it's not time to be discouraged and it's not time to be despondent. It's not time to be sitting idly by, but it's time to be all in for the things of the Lord. And of course, you know, in Corinthians, it says that we are his own. He says, you have, uh, what know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. A couple of Wednesday nights ago, this just really got big in my spirit that we are his very own and that God takes care of his own. You know, you look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34, and you see how much He loves you. He see how much He cares for you. You are His very, very own. He has shed His precious blood for precious people. Amen? For the precious fruit of the earth. He saw us when we were without Him, but thank God He didn't give up on us. Now listen, the more something costs, the more we care for it. You and I have been bought with the blood of Jesus. So we're doing a little series on healing is ours or healing belongs to you. Healing is for you. So let's look at some familiar scriptures tonight. Psalms 103. And I want us to notice with me in verse 1 to begin with. The 103rd Psalm. Now, Father, I thank you for the spirit of faith that's in this place. I thank you for the spirit of the living God who indwells us. Rise up big within us. Teach us. Minister to us through your word and by your spirit. Thank you, Lord. We declare that the spirit of the Lord is not just upon Pastor Mark, but the spirit of the Lord is upon us all. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon you because he has anointed us. And the anointing which you have of him abides in you and you can expect to be taught by him. He can say things to us tonight through things we have heard and just magnify it and multiply it and bring great revelation to us. Amen. 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 So Psalms 103 verse 1. Amen. Glory to God. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Now, I want you to pay particular attention to, and all that is within me. So we see here that Jesus gave us his all. Now, with all that is within us, then we bless the Lord. Now, I want to look at a little bit different side of that, all that is within me. Everyone say, all that is within me. I like to look at it like this. All that is within me is blessed. My organs are blessed. Amen? My mind is blessed. Our nerves are blessed. Our eyes are blessed. 
our ears are blessed. Amen. Amen. In other words, every option, operation, and every function in us is blessed. Amen. You've been redeemed from the curse so that you would be blessed. And that's not just blessed financially, blessed coming in and blessed going out. I believe that God desires for every tissue of your body to be so saturated with the blessing of Lord that you are at full capacity and full strength in this day and this hour. Amen. Glory to God. Now notice. In verse 2, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So he tells us not to forget his benefits because sometimes we do. Okay? The word benefits there means acts of goodness or services. Amen. Acts of goodness or services. I discovered this, that there's nothing that my good father will withhold from me. Notice with me in verse 3 now. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Amen? That means the chronic ones that you're even standing against right now. He has healed you of all your diseases. The Amplified Version says, Who forgives every one of our iniquities, who heals each one of our diseases. Now that word heals there means to mend, it means to cure, it means to thoroughly make whole. To thoroughly make whole. I like that, don't you? It was like that leper that came back to worship God and to give thanks to Jesus for what he had done. I believe not only was healed from that leprosy, but I believe that he was thoroughly made whole. Amen? To where there was no indication that he ever had it. Somebody says, can you prove that? I can't prove it, but can you disprove it? Now notice, diseases is sickness, maladies, or any disorder whatsoever. Especially one that is chronic. Or especially one that is deep-seated. Amen. We are redeemed from chronic disease. Amen. That lady that was bowed over for 18 years was healed immediately. The Spirit of the Lord has been speaking to us about seasons on Sunday morning. I believe that you and I are in a season of suddenlies. Amen? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind that suddenly came on the scene and turned those disciples and those apostles into world changers. Amen? Amen? When the suddenlies come on the scene, it can turn you into another man or another woman. I believe that we are in a season of suddenlies. When suddenly there's a move of God in our college campuses. No man can get the glory. No church can get the glory because it's God, G-O-D, moving in their midst. I also believe that we are in a season of the immediately's. Jesus looked at that woman that was bowed over for 18 years and he said, Woman, you are loose from thine infirmity. In other words, the blessing is upon you. And the scripture says that she was immediately made straight and she glorified God. I'm telling you what, God's going to get him some glory when the immediates and the suddenlies happen. Amen. 
Many people think that God is glorified through their tests, through their trials, through their sickness, through their disease. I've found in the Word of God that God gets the glory when the healing happens. God gets the glory when the breakthrough takes place. Hallelujah. Amen. We're in some good seasons right now. These are the last of the last days. We're in a season of the soon return of the Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. And knowing the time, it's high time for us to cast off the works of darkness. No more slumbering, no more sleeping, but all in with Him. Now notice verse 4. Who redeemeth, and this is in the continual sense, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. The Amplified says, He's redeemed our lives from the pit. We were in the pits. And He came into the pits of our lives and lifted us up out of the dunghill. He redeems your life from the pit. In corruption. He beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. You got a crown around you. It's his mercy. In the last two days, I've been able to share my testimony. Kind of, kind of impromptu testimony. I shared it with a, a gentleman yesterday and, and told him where I had come from and the things that the Lord had delivered me from, and it brought me back. It just brought me right back to that altar. It brought me back to a holy time where Jesus came into my heart. I'll never forget the pit that He brought me out of. And it's it's good to revisit and to testify what God's done. And and it brings you, not to tears of sorrow, but it brings you to tears of joy. Today, I had someone over at the house and we had just ordered a little recumbent bike for Brenda and there was something that needed to be fixed on it so they sent the repair guy out and I'm sitting there in, in our family room and I've got my A's hat on and, you know, and I start talking to him and, I, I let out talking about sports and talking about the Raiders, trying to find a connecting point yeah, right, right. And, and talking about the A's and everything. And, and I said, so you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. And I said, well, he was our youth pastor for a number of years. And, and, uh, and then I started testifying to him about what God had done for our church. I said, you live in San Leandro? He, I, he said, yeah, where, what part? He said, in the marina area. And I said, well, we were at Marina High School from 84 to 90. Do you remember Marina High School? Because he's younger, you know. He says, oh yeah, I remember. And I got to tell him the story about how the Oakland Invaders were there. And, and Lombardi's son was one of the owners of the Invaders. And the Invaders wanted to invade our territory and take our, take our space away from us. But we said, no! 
And I told him, I th- he thought it was funny. I said, you know, I stood up. This was right after the Raiders had gone to L.A. I said, I told him this, you know, well, everyone knows in front of the council there, everyone knows that football teams come and go in the Bay Area. <laughs> and, and to God be the glory, we were able to get that place. And then I brought him over to Royal Avenue. And I said, you know, we did this and God did that. And, you know, we had this building and blah, blah, and this and that and the other. And I said, when we left, we sold the building to them on their property. He's going, wow. And then I told him about the 4-3 vote that the, that the planning commission gave us for this place. And then how, the, the, you know, they appealed it and the, the mayor said he, she wanted to block the church. And I told him we had a whole area full of people just talking about the goodness of the Lord. I said, that night, the very mayor that was going to block us gave us the motion to approve it, and we got a 7-0 to zero vote. But then, I started giving my testimony. And there came that feeling again. That feeling of gratefulness. It's like I can't... Be- it's, it's like I can hardly believe what God's done. It's so precious and so holy. His eyes got real big. And he says, after all these years, do you still struggle with wanting to do what you used to do? I said, it's no struggle. The desire is gone. It's by the grace of Almighty God. And I, I, I didn't lead him in the sinner's prayer, but I planted good seed. And I gave him my cell number. And, I, and I, he's moving to Sarasota. I said, I know Sarasota. I go there every February. But my point is this, is God has brought all of us a mighty long way. Come on, somebody. He's brought us... He's brought us... A, He's brought you a mighty long way. Your story may be different than my story. It doesn't matter. It's all the grace of God. It's all the goodness of God. He raises us up out of the pit. And don't you think for one moment that you don't have a story to tell. You have a story to tell. And you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that will enable you to communicate that story and to articulate in such a way that it's tailor-made for the hearer. And did you know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God? God's good. And the neat thing about it, He's not done yet. The devil can't put us back in any pit. He's already brought you up out of that. What's a, what's a light bill? Huh? What's a headache? Just think what He's done for you. Now notice with me. He redeems your life from the pit and corruption. He beautifies and dignifies and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. The word crown there in the Hebrew means He surrounds us, He encloses us, and He encompasses us with kindness and tender mercy. Verse 5. Who satisfies thy mouth with what? Good things. 
A good God satisfies His people with good things. There's nothing wrong with good things when they come from a good God and when you get them the right way. The bad thing about things are is when things have us. Come on. And we get things the wrong way. But there's a right way. There's a faith way. There's a God way to get good things. Amen? And so He satisfies our mouth with good things. And I like this one. So that our youth is renewed. Like what? Like an eagle. You guys like eagles? I love how they soar, don't you? I mean, I love how the eagle gets renewed. It's a beautiful way that they do it. I think we need to make sure that we don't buy into old age talk. That, that we don't, you know, that we don't buy the lie just because we're getting older, we're getting more decrepit. Now, understand this, that I know that the Bible says, yes, the outward man perish. But this inward man is being, come on, renewed day by day. Now, what that means to me is because the inward man is the real me and it's being renewed day by day. It's quickening this mortal body every day. Hallelujah. How about 15 seconds and just praise to God? Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. That's a good thing to do. Have some praise breaks while you're preaching. Amen, amen, amen. He satisfies our mouth with good things. Now, our youth is being renewed like the eagles. Amen. Say this with me. I'm quick. I am bright. I am sharp. I'm quick. I'm bright. And I'm sharp. I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. What would happen if we said that regularly? He'll, you know, he'll, 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 he'll quicken you up here. Yeah, thank you, Lord. I know he will because he did it for me. Man, I went from four F's and a D minus to almost being on the honor roll. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. He'll make you of a quick understanding. Amen. That means you'll be on the job and you may be in the mist, not knowing exactly what to do, but suddenly your mind will be clear. 
And he'll show you exactly what you need to do. We need to believe for that. Hallelujah. So what that means is we don't walk around saying, I just don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, we know. Down here, we know. We may not know yet up here, but we're not going to be talked out of what we know down here. And if you'll pray enough and you'll praise enough, it won't be long for what you know down here will be fruitful up here. Amen. He satisfies our mouth with good things, good things, good words. Not just food, not just grub. Good things. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagle's. The word satisfy in the Hebrew means to fill to satisfaction. It means to have plenty of. It means to be full or to satiate. The Amplified Version says of verse 5, Who satisfies our mouths, our necessity and desire at our personal age and situation with good things, so that our youth, now listen to how he says it, so that your youth is renewed, is like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. Say it with me, I'm quick. I'm bright. I'm sharp. I'm being renewed. And I am strong. And I am overcoming. And I'm soaring. Hello, Eagle. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With long life. Long life. You don't want to you don't want to live long and be miserable. I mean if you're miserable, you might as well just check out. Or just get happy. Just get just just try it sometime. Get, just get happy. Listen to Mark Hankins and laugh for an hour or two. <laughs> with long life. Now notice this with me. Will I satiate him? Will I satisfy him? So... We want to be satisfied while we're living long. And in order to be satisfied while we're living long, we must see His salvation. He says, and I will show Him my salvation. Just raise your hands right now and say, Lord, show me your great salvation, your great deliverance, in every area of my life. Wibre de Savriano, Masu Utrade, Vrosime Nengla Palose Fenede. We all go through some things. We all have faced some difficulties that we would rather not have gone through. But you have made it through. 
and part of me showing you my salvation in your life, even as a result of things that have happened, is a peace that is absolutely undeniable. Part of my salvation for you includes a peace that passes understanding. And when you're at peace, you're at rest. And when you're at rest, you can enjoy life at its very best. I don't know who that's for, but I know it's for somebody tonight. Maybe you haven't seen everything yet that you desire to see. Maybe there's been some losses. Yes, okay. But don't you fret and don't you live with your face down and sad. But rise up and receive the peace of God for He does make us glad. Amen. That's for somebody tonight. Now look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 now and verse 23. Everyone say this with me. I am healed healed. through and through. through. I am healed through and through. through. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, And the very God of peace, shalom, sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The message translation says, May God Himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our Master, Jesus Christ. Amen. Keep you fit. Hallelujah. When you're fit, you're able to be used by the Master. NIV says this, May God Himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be kept intact. Thank you, Jesus. Now, For these things to become a reality in our lives, we must believe it. And we must declare it. And we must act on it. And not only that, but we must feed on it on a regular basis. I mean, consistently and continuously fed along these lines will keep you strong... It'll help you to overcome and enable you to soar. So let's talk just for a moment out of Proverbs chapter 4, if we would, could. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22. We're going to talk a few more moments tonight. Are you getting anything tonight? Yes. Anybody getting anything? Yes. All right. What about the rest of you? Yes. All right. So let's take a look at God's prescription for good health. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22. And I, I want to read those verses with us if we could. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22. I can quote it, but we want to read it 
And I will open my Bible so that I'm reading it as well. In Proverbs chapter 4, and we'll look at verse 20 through 22. When you have it, say, I have it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22 says, My son, do what? Attend to what? Notice he didn't say attend to religion. He said attend to my words. Amen? Attend to my words. Oh, I tore that page out of my Bible. I got so excited. Incline thine ear to my sayings. <laughs> verse, verse 21. <laughs> Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them where? Verse 22. Let's read it together. For they are life unto those that find them and health. Okay, we'll just work with, with, with this just for a few more moments. The NIV of that verse says, They are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Your whole body. The parts you can see, the parts you can't see. Aren't you glad your liver's working for you? Aren't you glad your heart's working for you? The NLT says, They, my words, bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. God's Word translation says, They heal the whole body. Still another translation says, Strength to all of His flesh. Health in the Hebrew there is literally medicine. It means remedy. It means cure. It means completely healed. And it also means physician. God's word is health to all your flesh. He told us in Exodus when we started this series out that I am the Lord that healeth thee. In other words, I am your great physician. I was not going to be your great physician and leave you in another dispensation. But I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm your doctor today. I'll be your doctor tomorrow. Say it with me. The Lord Lord is my physician. physician. And you know what? He's still making house calls. And the great physician is here tonight. So take God's word as faithfully as you would take a prescription. Anybody ever taken a prescription before? For the prescription to work properly, you've got to take it according to directions. See, this is God's prescription for health and life. Now, the great thing about this is this. There's no limit to the amount of God's medicine that you can take. You know, some prescription bottles say, you know, don't don't take any more than two a day. Uh-uh. With God's word, you can't overdose. That's why it's good to get in some concentrated meetings sometime. You know, where you can just go somewhere and like to Fort Worth, or you can go to Sacramento, or you can go to Branson, you can go somewhere and you can just get some concentrated word. Oh, it's good, isn't it? 
You can't overdose on God's Word. So, take as much as you need. And here's another good thing. There are no negative side effects. Matthew 8, 17 is side effect free. Isaiah 53 is side effect free. Have you looked at some of the side effects that some of those medications have? Just don't. Just don't look at it. If you're led to take a certain protocol of medication, do it in faith. But one thing that will talk you right out of faith is looking at that list. You just, Sir, you can just keep that list to yourself. I'm on God's list. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. I'll take this medication in faith and I believe it will do me no harm, but it'll do me good. Amen? Thank God for no side effects. Now, the more you take, the more powerful you become. In closing, look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 in the Amplified Version. I like Wednesday nights, don't you? You know why? Because you're hungry. Are y'all hungry? Are y'all hungry for more of the Lord? Amen. I like Sunday morning too. I love people. Amen. In Hebrews 4.12, the Amplified, it says, For the word that God speaks, it is alive. It's alive. And full of power. I thank God Brenda's got the power of God working in her knees. It's been 10 weeks. She had double knee replacement surgery. That's major surgery. God has touched this girl. She has cooperated with what the doctors said to do diligently. You see, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, but he rewards those who diligently seek him. And I thank God that the power of God is at work in those muscles. And she will experience a full recovery. She will preach better than she's ever preached before. She'll laugh harder and stronger than she's ever laughed before. She will rejoice more than she's ever rejoiced before. Why Why are you saying that? Because God is alive and His Word is alive. So don't sweat the fact if there's something going on in your body. Just speak life to it. Speak blessing over it. Call those kidneys normal. Do what you got to do. Submit, you know, they give you, the, you know, certain foods. Everybody knows if you've got kidney problems, you ought not to be eating a lot, of, a lot of salt all day long. Do what you know to do in the natural. But don't put your faith in the natural. Put your faith in the supernatural power of God enabling you to walk in divine life and divine health. For the word that God speaks, and that's what he's speaking tonight, it's alive. 
Say it with me. God's Word is alive. And it's full of power. It's full of power. And so we activate the power by having faith in it. Faith is the switch. Power is everywhere present. You tap into the power of God with your faith. And once you switched or flipped the switch of faith, don't turn the switch off. Keep the switch of faith turned on. You could almost say that you're believing and your tongue is the switch. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active. See, God's word will work for you tonight when you go to sleep. Just lay your hands on yourself before you go to sleep and say, in the name of Jesus, I call every organ and every tissue of this body healed. I'm healed through and through. And while I sleep, the great physician is working in me. Making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. How? I mean, what more do you need? It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit. And of the joints. God's Word works in your joints. And marrow of the deepest part of your nature. And it exposes and sifts and analyzes and judges the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Let's all stand right now. I want to pray a prayer of faith with you and over you. I believe this, that we can speak a word over our lives tonight. Here's what Psalms 107 verse 20 says. He sent His word. And what did it do? He sent His Word. And what did it do? It healed them. But not only did it heal them, it also delivered them from their destructions. Sickness and disease is not designed to build you up. It's designed to destroy you. So Father, right now, Pastor Tom, come up here and stretch forth your hands toward the people. Brother George, come on up here and stretch forth your hands toward the people right now. Let's just pray the prayer of faith over people's lives. Are you ready? Are you all ready? Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we speak the word of faith, the healing word that has been sent to heal and to deliver. In the mighty name of Jesus, we speak to the bodies. We declare over your bodies, be healed, be whole, be strong, be free, be completely delivered from all sickness and all disease. In the name of Jesus.